What do meeting somebody at church, a customer service representative, and a slice of cheese all have in common? Here's a hint. They're all out of context. And I'm sure you're saying, well, Alexis, I think the way you began this little segment is completely out of context. And let's just say that's my point. I'm going to get right to it. Hi, everyone. Alexis Brooks here from Higher Journeys Radio, and I welcome you to another segment that is fast becoming my favorite thing to do, conscious commentary. I say to people as I meet them, uh, in fact, I was just saying this to someone the other day while I was at a, a Experiencers Speak conference, and I was hearing these incredible stories. Now, obviously, these stories are quite heavy, uh, just by nature of the subject matter. Um, but in particular, uh, people will tell me little anecdotes that have nothing to do with anything in particular, but there's something about what they said that struck me. And I said to the people at the conference this week, and be careful what you tell me, it might up into end up in a story. <laughs> and such was the case this weekend. Um, while my husband and I had a lovely weekend in Portland, Maine, uh, staying uh, at a local hotel uh, for the conference that was being held at the same hotel. So I'm going to start out with the cheese first, and then we'll go from there. Here's a story very quickly. You know, I love to tell stories. I think we can get the most profound messages out of just anecdotes that uh, that we can share and experiences that we take in. So here's one. It was the last day of the conference and we were about to check out of the hotel. So, and it was a Sunday, just this past Sunday. So we thought we would go get ourselves a nice, good breakfast, nice hearty breakfast, good old main country breakfast, and, uh, and then make our way back home. So as usual, I, by the way, I'm not an egg eater. So I tend to, so I'm not an omelet eater and some of the good old breakfast favorites that include eggs, I will do without. So what I'll typically order is some bread and you know, toast and uh, uh, maybe a little breakfast meat on the side and some hash browns. And I always love to have a slice of cheese on the side. So I said to the waitress after I gave her my typical order, and could you please just have them add a slice of cheese on the side? Would that be possible? She looks at me, she goes, a slice of cheese on the side? like melted on something? I said, no, just a slice of cheese, please, on a plate. That's all. Very easy. It didn't take her that long to get it, but clearly it was out of context for her. Well, the story doesn't end there. (laughs) She then emerges, I suppose, a a couple minutes, more than a couple minutes, a few minutes later with our breakfasts. And she comes out laughing with uh, a side plate with a, a two slices of cheese. And she says, you're not going to believe what happened. When I went back and told the cook that you wanted a slice of cheese on the plate, he it just didn't compute. And I want to stress the word compute because we're going to bring this up later in the conversation. It's key here. And he apparently, now she obviously had a little bit of an issue with it because it was out of context. He completely didn't get it. He, I, according to her, it took her probably five or six times for her to explain to him that I just wanted a slice of cheese on the plate. Okay, I'm not going to work this one to death, but you'll see where I'm going with this in a moment. So I thought to myself immediately, oh, this is going to be great material because I think I can springboard this little anecdote into something that is actually, although it was a little comical, it was very comical, actually, it, it led me to ponder another phenomenon going in our society, which is not comical at all. And that's what I call... A robotic society. 
Before I get into the message behind the stories, I want to share two more with you. So we got the cheese, right? Now let me tell you the story um, about the meeting somebody at church. Several years ago, quite a few years ago at this point, I sat on a pretty prominent women's business organization board, board of directors. I was one of the directors, very lovely organization. And I had met a woman who was relatively new to the organization, had just moved to the area, um, to the Boston area, I believe, and and subsequently moved to my hometown where I live right now. And so we shared that and, oh, that's great. We'll have to meet up at some point and blah, blah, blah. Very friendly, uh, nice, nice woman, very professional. And uh, it's several weeks later, my husband and I on occasion will go to church. This is a church we were married in. And it's also a lovely community church right, right in our neighborhood, you know, in the town. And so we went. And again, this is quite a few years ago. And who do I see but the woman with her family? I assumed it was her family. I hadn't met her family yet. And so after the church service was over, I, I scurried my way past some people and made my way over to her to say, hi, oh, it's so great to see you here. And this is what I did. She looked at me as if I had two heads, like, do I know you? Who are you? <laughs> it's kind of funny. But believe me, when it happened, it was a bit awkward. And so I looked at her. There had to be the, that very, that deafening silence of the moment of awkwardness where you don't know what to say. She didn't know what to say, except who are you? I don't think she said, who are you? She just kind of looked at me like she didn't recognize me. And so I said, uh, I'm not going to call her name. I, we sit on the, the board together, blah, 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 organization. She goes, oh, I'm so sorry. Of course. She said, I guess this was out of context or you were out of context. And I said, okay, no worries. And, and, and so that, that was the end of that. Um, I think subsequently I saw her at a meeting or two. Uh, I think I left the board shortly thereafter for other reasons. Um, but she was still a little like, oh, I'm so sorry. And, and she reiterated that uh, seeing me there was out of context. Okay, so that's the church scenario. And here's the other scenario that I'm sure some of you, maybe a lot of you have uh, had yourself or experienced yourself. And that's when you call for uh, technical support or customer support or billing or wh- whomever you're calling on the other end of the phone. And that is if you're lucky enough to get a non-robotic, a human <laughs> and not a robot. Now they have these human sounding robots. We're going to get into that later too. And when the person comes on the phone, they'll go through their script and they'll say, Blah, 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 blah. I don't know how they fit so many words in a matter of 60 seconds or less, but they usually end by saying, Hi, this is Kevin. How can I help you? Or um, after their script, This is Kevin. How can I be of service to you today? And I will always, 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 without exception, say to the person, I make sure I take in their name, Hi, Kevin. How are you? And then silence. That's why I paused there. Silence. And so I'll say it again Hi, Kevin. How are you? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, fine. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Has that happened to you? I don't know. I am, you know, as you know, I'm a chatty person and I like to, I like to humanize no matter what I'm calling about, humanize the, the human and, and the conversation, certainly. Oftentimes you'll find these people when you engage them are lovely, lovely people, but they're so used to being on script and obviously not used to being asked, how are you? And I was just telling my husband this. As a matter of fact, after the cheese incident at the hotel, 
I we were chatting about that, and I, and I I may have even been talking to somebody else about that, and they said, "Yeah, you're right. They don't say anything because they just they don't expect it." Here's the point. So I think I brought up all three, right? We brought up the cheese, the church incident, and the customer service rep or representatives, because nine times out of 10, and I'm not kidding, there is that deafening silence after you ask something that's out of context. What's going on here? What is going on, everyone? Are we living by a script? And and when I say we, obviously, I'm generalizing. There are by no means, we're not in a situation, thankfully, where every single solitary person is following a script, but far too many, far too many people are going to work. They go to work the same way every day. They do the same thing every day. They say the same thing every day, the same, 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 same. And unfortunately, with many of these the larger corporations in particular, there is a, a script and a protocol and a way of behavior. There are lots of acronyms to follow and a certain what they call best practices, but God forbid you deviate from them and be yourself. We live in a society, a culture that is predicated on living in context, living by a script. I don't care whether it's in the workplace, at home, at church, in the boardroom. Hey, maybe in the bedroom too. We're living by a script. Where's this coming from, you think? Is it coming from our media? Well, I think it's fair to say that a lot of it, a lot of the the uh, promptings to behave a certain way are indeed coming from our mass media. But we can, it doesn't stop there because it seems like it's a self-perpetuating process. Society becomes habituated to saying certain things, behaving certain ways, obviously dressing certain ways. And of course, as I say, all of these things, we know that there are exceptions to the rule, quite a few of them, actually. And I think more people are starting to get that and do their own thing. This is about the individual versus the collective. We've covered this before. This is not new territory for for higher journeys or, or conscious commentary for that matter. But I, I thought it was worth reiterating because sometimes we have to kind of catch ourselves. Are we saying things just because other people are saying? Or are we just repeating, repeating, repeating? Do you dare live out of context? Do you live out of context? You know what I mean? I'd love to hear from you if you do. And if you do, how so? In what way? I know, going back to the workplace, I know that there are, certainly I'm not going to mention any corporate names, but when my husband and I had our business and we interfaced with most of the major um not most of them, but well, we did. We were part of an organization that interfaced with many fortune companies. So had occasion to get to know many people within the, the corporate structure. Um, and of course, our clientele was, uh, our customer base, I should say, was primarily uh, uh, blue chip companies. With that mechanism, the largeness, the, corp- the corporate structure comes a protocol and I'm saying this again, speak a certain way, act a certain way, use the code words that we tell you to use. And they do, that being the employees. And But when, what you find out is that the people will adopt a certain mannerism, which usually and too often is very robotic, but then it matriculates into other parts of their lives. So they may start to talk that, speak that speak, that corporate speak when they're at home 
trying to relax, you know, socializing, it, it just becomes the totality of their existence. And before you know it, you're part of a robot society. There's this article that I found. Um, I actually searched behaving in context, or maybe I searched behaving out of context um, to see what would come up. And interestingly, there were quite a few uh, articles that, that deals with uh, behavioral patterns, particularly in modern society. Um, and this one uh, article that I read, I, actually, there are quite a few academic papers as well that I, I really would like to take a look at to see their way in on, on how society is emerging in this very robotic way. But this uh, article that I believe is entitled Behaving in Context simply says, among other things, quote, our behavior happens in context. We react to most situations without much thought about what we are doing. Without much thought about what we are doing. That's heavy. Because it really says we're not thinking at all. You can't be thinking if you're living in context. You're simply mimicking, repeating, and oftentimes doing that, not realizing that that's what you're doing. It's it's unsettling. Yeah, the cheese story is funny. It's a little, I was perplexed, to be honest. I was completely perplexed when I, I could not have been more clear. A slice of cheese on the plate. No, I don't want it melted on my toast. No, or nor my breakfast potatoes or in a sandwich. I like a slice of cheese on the plate. I couldn't believe how difficult it was. Well, first with the waitress, who's lovely, by the way, she's very nice. It just took her a second to snap out of it. But she said the cook was just per- And then she said after he asked five or six times, and she had to reiterate five or six times, this woman just wants a slice of cheese on the plate. He still proceeded, I think, to melt the cheese, she told me, on something that was on the plate. Melt it. So she threw it away. Actually had to make <laughs> her plate, and then she just pulled a slice of cheese, she told me, out of the refrigerator. Really something funny and disturbing at the same time. But you know, this can be a liberating discussion as well. Because look, we're all habitual creatures. And if we're not careful, we will indeed begin to follow a protocol, not even realizing that's what we're doing. So I say when you start to be, become more aware of what you're doing, how you're speaking, at work, at home, wherever, am I out of context? And guess what? It's okay to be out of context. Now, this woman at the church said, to me, oh, I'm so sorry, you were out of context. I I think the message is here. Let's learn to live out of context. There's a time to be in context with uh, if you're having a conversation uh, with somebody. And if you start going off on a tangent and say something that has absolutely nothing to do with the conversation, well, I don't think that would be too appropriate to be out of context, you'd be considered a little loony. (laughs) But in terms of behavioral patterns, I think it is important to remain the creator that you are. You don't have to be taken by society's cues. If you sit back and decide to just play observer for a period of time, a measure of time, you will see what I'm talking about. If you if you don't already, you all are pretty astute. You know where I'm coming from here. You're already looking at these things. But for those of you that may not be, I, I invite you to do just that. Take a look not only at uh, others, but particularly at yourself and ask yourself the question, Am I living in or out of context? Am I of 
a robotic society? Am I participating in it? Or am I not? Am I going left when everyone else is going right? There is something liberating about that. There's nothing wrong with behaviors that you that you admire, that you may want to in some way emulate. But I think we can get so caught up in that, that we just become one mass mind. <laughs> You've heard that before in other contexts. <laughs> but I think you know what I'm talking about. That's my little message for today. I'm not going to take it too much longer. There is, of course, a companion post for this Conscious Commentary episode. There are a couple links in there, including the article that I I just uh, brought up in context. Forgive me. (laughs) I'm going to keep mentioning context. But uh, do check that out because you will find some a couple of nice links there. And uh, you also may be interested, if you haven't already, in listening to uh, my interview I recently did with Dr. Lori Nadell, where we talked about uh, kind of, you know, having the same sort of style or or, um, same sort of... uh, uh, conversation about the dangers of technology, technology's dark side, uh, inclusive of which is this culture of repetition. So you may want to check that out as well on higherjourneys.com forward slash HJ radio or YouTube. Okay, folks, that's it for now. I hope you're living a beautiful life out of context. I had to say it one more time. <laughs> I'll see you next time over at Higher Journeys Radio. Until then, I'm your host, Alexis Brooks.